All right, here we go. Thursday night, 90 minutes of fury. People might ask, say, Tom, you know why are you mad? I'm not really mad. What I am is determined. You cannot comply your way out of totalitarianism. You cannot comply your way out of tyranny. We have fallen into tyranny. The Western world has fallen into tyranny, whether it's France, whether it's England, whether it's Canada. Tell me how any of those countries are free today. And here's the problem is we usually follow them, even though we are a far more powerful country, a far more Christian country. We have a tendency to be about six months to a year to even three months, maybe even less than six months, three months to a year behind Europe all the time. When they lock down, we lock down and things like that. And it never needs to go that way. We have to stop complying. It's not a matter of anger. Yes. You know what? I am torqued. I am ticked off at where our country is because of the COVID caving Christians starting off with COVID caving conservatives right after that and COVID caving Americans after all of those. The reason why we are in the state that we are in right now is because of the false totalitarian response to a 99.9% survivable virus. I put this on my Twitter earlier this week. I said, you know what? You cannot be against vaccine passports and for COVID vaccines. You can't. I'm sick and tired of hearing conservatives. I'll put them out. If we don't run out of time tonight, I'll show you where but Ben Shapiro tells everybody to go get vaxxed. Steve Ducey tells everyone to go get vaxxed. Sean Hannity tells everyone to go get vaxxed. You cannot. And then, and then they'll be against lockdowns. And then they're against kids being uh, vaccinated. They're against kids being forced to wear masks. They're, they're against uh, you know various economic lockdowns. How can you be against those things when those things came from the exact same liars as that which you're supporting? You're for being vaccinated. The vaccines came from the people who are for vaccine passports and putting masks on your kids. So you can't be for the vaccines because it all comes from the original lie, which is COVID-19 is an existential threat to everybody's lives. It is not. It is not 80 something percent, 80 something percent of people who are hospitalized for COVID are obese. Most people who are hospitalized for COVID are over the age of 80. The average age of death in America from COVID is over the average age of death. That did not come from a right wing website. That came from the CDC. You can pull it up on the CDC's own website where the average age of death of COVID is actually higher than the average age of death period in the United States. So why would you vax or mask a kid? But if you're conservative and you're saying you know what i i took the vaccine yes you know i'm against the the economic lockdowns i'm against them locking down people's businesses and making them lose their livelihoods of which 60 percent of the businesses that were locked down for covid will never open again we've lost somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 to 40 percent of all of our businesses right here in florida even with the great governor there's closed businesses all around where i'm at right now on the northern end of charlotte county on the southern end of sarasota county there's closed businesses everywhere and this is a state that didn't have strict lockdown measures can you imagine a state that did so here we have conservatives like sean hannity like ben shapiro and numerous others and i hate to call them out i really do ted cruz is another one 
Ted Cruz, who I love, I mean, he, but he's out there. Get vaxxed, get vaxxed. And then he'll say, I'm against your kids having to wear masks in schools, wearing masks in school, schools. I'm, ag- I'm against kids being vaccinated under the age of 12. I'm, I'm against economic lockdowns. I'm against forced quarantines and vaccine passports. But then you take the vaccine. You, you are, you are, at what point do you believe the liar? Because it all comes from the same liars. So you believe some of their lies and not others? So you, you, you call vaccine passports a lie, but then you take their vaccines from the very purveyor of the vaccine pa- pa- passport? Explain to me the logic behind that, Ted Cruz. Explain to me the logic behind that, Ben Shapiro, Sean Hannity, uh, Steve Ducey. Explain that to me. How you believe some of their lies, but not others. You believe that vaccine passports are a lie, but then you take their vaccine. So if you, if you look at it on a demonic level, you have the devil who is a liar at all times, whose native language is liar, has been a liar and a murderer from the beginning. At what point do you believe the devil? You never believe the devil. Simple as that. The devil is always lying. And it's the same thing here. You cannot go, you know what? I'm against economic lockdowns, but give me their vaccine. The very people lying to you about economic lockdowns are lying to you about your need for a vaccine, but then you take it. And you're like, well, I have to tell you. No, you don't. You Listen, there comes a time where you stand. There comes a time where you pick your hill. You have, this is it. You, well, you know, I'm just going to, you know, comply and they'll back off. No. See, it comes down to that same rhetoric that I've told you before. I can't remember which conservative pundit I got this from, but he, but he said, it may have been from Anomaly and he got it from somebody else, but uh, Democrats move the line and Republicans enforce the line. So Democrats move it closer and closer to communism. And then Republicans say, we're going to hold here. And then they move it closer to communism and socialism and totalitarianism, the closer to it as the Republicans acquiesce by taking their vaccines, by acquiescing to their lockdowns, by strapping on their masks. And they move the line again. And the Republicans say, no more, no more. And then they act like they're conservatives. They're not conservatives. They're geldings endlessly moving and hoping to assuage, hoping to get the the Democrats to back off through their compliance. That's not how you get the Democrats to back off. All that is evil in this country is coming from the Democratic Party or the compliance with the Democratic Party from the Republican Party. That's where all the evil is coming from. The slaughter of the unborn by the millions comes from the Democratic Party, where you don't know what sex to call yourself comes from the Democratic Party. Vaccine passports come from the Democratic Party. Forced vaccinations come from the Democratic Party. Gay marriage comes from the Democratic Party. Yes, gay marriage is evil. Simple as that. But you cannot sit there and go, you know what? I'm going to believe from the lies of, from the lies of the liars. I'm going to pick and choose which lie to go ahead and give into. No, you say it's all lies because it is all lies. There's no need for you to take a vaccination. This vaccination is all about first Timothy six ten, which is for the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some watch while some coveted after they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. COVID-19 is a easily treatable virus and all of those easy treatments, whether it's ivermectin, whether it's zinc, whether it's hydroxychloroquine, 
whatever, and there's a few others, whatever it may be, they denounce those things purposely to usher in the vaccines. You know that they did. And here's what's funny. Sean Hannity and Ben Shapiro and Steve Ducey will attack the people who attack the use of ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, the denouncing of these other therapeutics. They'll attack those people that denounce those therapeutics, right? But then take the vaccine themselves. So they go and they attack the liars and then they do what the liars tell them to do. Don't let it be you. Speaking of galactic liars, here's Joe Biden. Play it for me. The, the various shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, they're, you're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. So now we have, the, now that was from yesterday at his illustrious town hall meeting of which was 90% empty, which they did clever uh, camera tricks. We'll get to that later. So then you got a political article that came out with the illustrious Jen Psaki. You can go side by side there. There she is. Here's a political uh, tweet and article. Actually, the article comes from West Wing Playbook, but it was originally a Politico tweet. Press secretary, remember what Joe Biden just said, right? He just said that if you get the shot, you cannot get COVID, right? Right? We're all set. That's what the occupier, fraudulent president of the United States just said. And see, I'm not afraid to say that. Ben Shapiro is. Sean Hannity is. Numerous other conservative pundits. Because, you see, they're afraid to say what's true because of they're scared of the purveyors of legitimacy. There is a false elite aristocracy out there that deems some people legitimate and some people not they'll say this person's legitimate because they're from nbc or abc news but because this person's alex jones they're not legitimate and see all of these guys are terrified of the aristocracy of the illuminati telling them that they're not legit but so they call him president biden he's not president he's a clown he's an app he's an absolute vacuous of any brain matter at all clown and the what he's the, he is not the president of the united states donald trump is they're all afraid to say it fox is scared to death newsmax is scared to death listen newsmax caved okay they've caved listen i hope i hope they all come back i want them all to repent but they've caved they're afraid to say what's true and that this election was stolen so we're stuck with people like jen Psaki. And remember what joe biden just said joe biden said that if you take the COVID-19 vaccination, you cannot catch COVID, right? Well, here's Press Secretary Jen Psaki made news today when she told reporters that there have been positive COVID-19 cases among White House staffers. Joe Biden knew that at his, when he was speaking at the town. Well, maybe he doesn't know, but the people around him knew. When he was giving his speech at the town hall meeting, he knew or his staffers knew that when he said that once you take the vaccine, you can't catch COVID, White House staffers had already caught COVID at that moment. And they're all vaccinated. Reporters that there had been positive COVID cases among White House staffers despite being vaccinated. It wasn't just news to the reporters, however. West Wing Playbook has the details. Press Secretary Jen Psaki made news when she told reporters that there have been not just a few, multiple, multiple COVID-19 cases among White House staffers despite being vaccinated. And that's right after the president says that if you get vaccinated, that you can't catch COVID. I want everybody to see it. So you take his vaccine? 
You take his, but no, Tom, listen, that Donald Trump, you know, he pushed out the vaccine. I agree. And he was flat out wrong. And he caved. He caved in many areas over COVID. If you ask me who I'm going to vote for, oh, if you give me Trump over any Democrat, I'm voting for Trump. But I'm just telling you. And I liked what Trump did, except for what he did in the early stages of COVID-19 and what he did with the vaccines, pumping those out and pushing those out to everybody. He was wrong. He was wrong. I'm not afraid to say it. Why? Because you don't need a vaccine. If you don't take a flu vaccine, what are you doing taking it for this? You know, zero to 50 post-infection, you're more likely to die of the flu than you are COVID-19. That's the absolute facts coming out of the CDC website. Not from me. It's slightly more virulent, according to the CDC, than the flu. Once you're 50 and above, from 50 to 70, your your post-infection survival rate for COVID-19 is 99.5%. And they want to pump a vaccine into your arm, one that's killing people by the thousands, which we'll get into it. But Biden just said, remember, I want everybody to remember, Biden said, once you take the vaccination, you cannot catch COVID. Let's look at this one. Cat Turd tweet. Senator Ron Johnson, data from Israel shows 84% of new COVID cases are with vaccinated individuals. 84% of the COVID cases coming out of Israel, which has been green passed, which is the vaccine passport for months. They've had, I don't know, 70 to 80% vaccination rate and 84% of their new cases are from vaccinated individuals. And you've got the president of the United States on a town hall stage telling everybody that you can't catch COVID post-vaccination. They're liars from the beginning. Then why would you ever do one thing they said? They say, Joe Biden, you can't get you can't catch COVID-19 once you're vaccinated. So you know he's lying, right? Because White House staffers already had it around him and he knew it when he said it. So you know that he's lying. So why would you put his mask on? You know that his base root in life is that he's a liar. That's who he is. You don't pick and choose. You don't you don't sit there and go, I'm gonna I'm gonna obey some lies from liars and not other lies from liars. You don't listen to liars at all. Give not that which is holy under the dogs, neither cast ye pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. Matthew chapter seven, verse six, Jesus speaking, give not that which is holy unto the dogs. And if there are liars like Joe Biden telling you that you can't catch COVID after you're vaccinated, then why would you ever do one thing that he said? Let me read you this one. This is from uh, Edward Gorn Drennan. This is a, another tweet. Nothing to see here. He says UK vaccinated COVID death rate surpasses COVID death rate in the UK right here. COVID death rate in the UK, UK post vaccinated post-vaccinated COVID death rate surpasses non-vaccinated COVID deaths. So people are more likely now in the UK to die of COVID post-vaccination than with COVID without a vaccination. And by the way, over the last two weeks in the United States, you can track it. It's absolutely on the VAERS report, which you can't take VAERS 100% seriously because they're corrupt and they come out of the CDC, but they're forced to puke out the 12,000 people that have already died of the vaccine, which by the way, is really up closer to 50,000, which I'll get to later. But if you follow the VAERS report over the last two weeks in the United States, more people have died of the vaccination than they have of COVID. 
whoops and joe biden the liars now listen let's let's break down the root of john 8 44 and 45 the devil was a murderer from the beginning that's what joe biden is so you always have murderer and liar hand in hand in the bible murderer and liar hand in hand so you have joe biden who's at, who calls himself a devout catholic along with nancy pelosi calls them both of themselves call themselves devout catholics which are absolutely fine with reaching down with a vacuum and sucking out piece by bloody piece a baby out of a mother's womb, out of the mother's birth canal, post uh, uh, partial birth abortion, post uh, birth abortion, they're perfectly fine with that. Perfectly fine with that. And you get your moral attributes from them and they're telling you to take a vaccine that at minimum has killed 12,000 Americans, and I would argue 50,000 Americans, and has over the last two weeks killed more Americans than the virus itself. And that's who you're going to listen to? You know why? Because they're murderers from the beginning. You don't listen to liars and murderers. If you can, share this video. Share this to people. I know it'll cost you friends to share my videos. And if you hit share right now, chances are it won't work. You can share it on Rumble. You can share, you know, share wherever you possibly can, but get this video out because these are absolute facts coming from absolute reliable sources, unlike Brian Stelter. All right, so let's go to the next one. Mad Dad tweet. Now, here's what I was talking about. 45,000 dead from COVID. Lawyer Thomas Rents is going is suing. There is currently a federal lawsuit from a very reputable attorney named Thomas Rents who is suing the United States federal government over what? Go to the next one. No surrender. Get, we'll just I have it ready for me. Yeah, go back to me. Sorry, guys. That's all my fault. One of my guys. It was my fault. So I wanted to just run this a little bit, uh, a little bit more for you. So there's a federal lawsuit. And what it is, and you'll see this on the video, but there are far more deaths. What happens with the VARES report is there's 11 veins that come into the VARES report. All that the federal government, which is the CDC, which is VARES, which is all your vaccination complaints and, and deaths from vaccinations, they're all logged on the VARES report. There's 400 and something thousand uh, different complaints about the COVID-19 vaccination. And there's more deaths from the COVID vaccination just on the VAERS report than all other vaccinations combined over the last 50 years. Facts, just this year. So six months worth of vaccine deaths, all exclusively from the COVID-19 vaccination, six months worth of deaths from the the COVID-19 vaccination alone adds up to more than all other vaccination deaths over the last 50 years. But Joe Biden's telling you to take it. Why? Because he's a murderer from the beginning. He does not respect human life. All that he cares about is positioning himself for power. That's all the power pervs care about. The Gretchen Whitmers, the Tom Wolves, the Andrew Cuomos, the Gavin Newsoms, the Joe Bidens, the Hillary Clintons, the Kamala Harris's, the Klaus Schwab's, the Macron's, Angela Merkel, Boris Johnson. They're all globalist, elitist power perverts that's what it's all about they don't care if people die they don't mean boris johnson right now is locking himself down do you know why because he got a report on his phone this is what they want for all of us they want all of us to have uh, our phones go off and tell us that we've been in contact this this is why bubba john uh, bubba what's bubba watson professional golfer took himself out the clown that bubba watson is He took himself out of the British Open because he got an alert that told him that he was in contact with COVID-19, with with an infected COVID-19 person. So he took himself out of the British Open because of it. Boris Johnson got an alert on his phone 
from contact tracing, saying that he was in contact. So he's debating whether or not to isolate himself. Is that how you want to live? Because that's how the, the, the Bubba Watsons of the world want to live. They want, you should have read it. I had it ready for the show, but I never got to it. Just a pathetic gelding acquiescence to globalist elitists by people, by Americans like Bubba Watson. I mean, what are you thinking? You're in contact. How many people for the rest of your life, you clown show, you're going to be in contact with people with the flu or COVID-19 and you're going to withdraw yourself because Klaus Schwab tells you to do it because Boris Johnson or Joe Biden, they're all just so you know, they're all tools of the CCP. They're all tools of the WEF and the IMF. That's who these people are. They're not Americans. Joe Biden's not an American. He was bought off a long time ago, $1.5 billion from China. You wonder why? He's allowed the Nordstrom pipeline to run from, from Russia to, uh, to Germany. You know why he's allowing that to happen? Why? I wonder why he would allow you know, Donald Trump shuts it down, right? No Nordstrom pipeline to running from Russia to Germany. Not, that's not allowed whatsoever. And they're always saying that Trump was a bootlicker for Putin. It's absolute opposite. Trump armed the Ukraine. He bombed uh, basically Russian-supported troops in Syria. The only bootlicker for Putin is Joe Biden, constantly deflecting everything, constantly accusing Russia of doing things that they haven't done. But in the, on, behind the scenes... He's just bootlicking Russia and he's bootlicking China. But why is that? I wonder why it is that Joe Biden comes in and just flips the switch and says, you know what? We're going to allow that pipeline to go through. Could it be the $3.5 million that Hunter got from the wife of the mayor of Moscow? It's absolutely proven. They don't deny it. He absolutely did get it. $3.580,000 a month from the Ukraine, $1.5 billion dollars. Of which, by the way, Hunter Biden is still on the board of the company that received $1.5 billion from the CCP-backed Chinese bank. And you, you think Joe Biden is going to stand? I wonder why, why we've not gotten to the bottom of any of this. Because Joe Biden is a citizen of the CCP. That's who he is. So anyway, getting back to this. Really, the whole deal is what, what's really happening. This is from No Surrender 200. I'm going to read you the, uh, the title. Now, th- now there's this. Lawsuit by attorney Thomas Wren per whistleblower. You guys got that ready for me? Play a video for me. Dr. Brian Ars, we did an interview with him and he wasn't able to release the numbers at 3 o'clock. So 3 o'clock today, right here in Anaheim. What happened, Brian? As confirmed today by Thomas Renz, they just filed federal papers in a lawsuit against the government. 45,000 confirmed dead from the COVID-19 shots within three days so far, and they've covered it up. 45,000. The VARS data has only reported 11,000, but there's 11 different report systems into the government. One of them alone has 45,000 that they have not released or told you. And Thomas Renz has got the paperwork, has the whistleblower, has a sworn affidavit, and they're actually already filed a lawsuit today. It's not a game. Stay tuned. It's disgusting. And now they want to push on every child, and they've passed a law that by September of this year, by the fall, they will be able to vaccinate every five-year-old in America before they go to school. 45,000 confirmed dead from one reporting system. Breaking news right here on the MG Show from Anaheim, California. Thank you, Dr. Artis. Thanks for tuning in. Matrix Groove. Boom. So 45,000 from one vein. Remember, there's 11 veins that go into the Bears report. One vein says 45,000. What they're reporting is 11,000. This is a federal lawsuit from Thomas Raines. He has a whistleblower. He has a sworn affidavit. He has the numbers from that vein. This is going to come out. Listen, I want everybody to be praying with me. I prayed this last night in my personal prayer time. 
You need to pray that these demon rats are exposed. They're exposed about the vaccines. They're exposed about their COVID totalitarianism. They're exposed in their fraudulent election. Fraudulent election brought about by COVID totalitarianism. You wonder what I was talking about with Bubba Watson? Put that on there for me, Aaron. There you go. I'm disappointed to announce that I will not compete at the Open Championship next week. This is a week or two ago. Due to having direct exposure to someone who has tested positive for COVID-19. While I am vaccinated. So what science? Put it, go side by side. I might be able to read it. I might be able to. You can't go side by side? Okay. Now, I don't know. While I am vaccinated. So what science is he following? Uh, I thought you're vaccinated. According to Joe Biden, Bubba, you're safe. No wonder you're named Bubba. Okay, this is why. While I am vaccinated, have passed the required pre-travel COVID test. Not enough time has passed for me to comfortably join the charter flight. Then fly alone. You're a multi, multi-millionaire and risk exposure to other players and personnel on board. I appreciate the article. Well, I'm not going to read the rest of it. So there you are. What is he doing? What science are they following? You know, they're following the same science. This is all the same science. Whether it's, you know, you have to have the vaccination or you have to wear a mask post-vaccination. I can't, I can't, I've been exposed post-vaccination to somebody with COVID. The science that they're following is the same demonic science that says a child in the womb is not a person. It's all birthed from the same hedonistic lies. That's what it is. It is the the same lie from the devil. The same lie that says you need to be vaccinated is the same lie that says that a child in the womb is not a human being. It's all lies. And Bubba just jumps right on board. Our Andrew Boston tweet, Israel Ministry of Health, the effectiveness of the vaccine in preventing infection has dropped 40%. (laughs) These people are amazing. See, they can't hide. They can't hide because 40 to 60% of the cases coming in right now are people who have been vaccinated twice. All right, Clark MD tweet, 40% of current case, there it is, 40% of current cases in Israel are fully vaxxed people under, I know this seems redundant, but not the second part, under, get this now, under 1% in COVID recovered. So 40% of their cases are people who are double vaxxed. 1% are people who are naturally immune. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. And you don't even hear Fauci talk about it. It's not even. So what science are they following in the United States? Well, they don't. When Rand Paul talks about natural immunity, right? Which is, by the way, notice the difference. 40% of the new cases going in Israel, which Israel has been 80, 70, 80, 90% of their population is vaxxed. They've been under what's called green passes for months, which are vaccine passports, pre um precursors to the mark of the beast where you cannot buy sell or trade without your papers or your qr code so they've been under strict totalitarian covid totalitarianism for months 40 percent of their new cases defy all of their science they're vaxxed only one percent of their of their current cases are people who have natural immunity but what's being pushed all over the globe the opposite of logic just like i don't know what my sex is. Oh, really? Well, go in the bathroom, pull your pants down, and that will tell you what sex you are. See, that's what's called logic. So here, will you notice that there's a 40% difference in infection rates between those who are vaxxed and unvaxxed, the vaxxed and with natural immunity, natural immunity obliterating, obliterating Fauci immunity through uh, synthetic vaccinations, through mRNA vaccinations, through gain-of-function vaccinations. 
obliterating it, but you do not hear the science people, those who are allegedly at the tip of the spear of science, you don't hear them talking about natural immunity at all, even though natural immunity is obliterating vaccinated immunity. You don't hear a word about it. Why? Because they're motivated by something else besides your health, which I've been telling you for the last 16 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. I never closed my church. I have never social distanced. I have never worn a mask. I will never vaccinate ever. I will not quarantine. None of those things. I've never done them all. I didn't close my church. I didn't mitigate. I didn't, I didn't stop hugging people. We were jam packed in here. Don't care. You know why? Because the truth is the truth. It is not an existential threat to your life. People that need to worry about COVID-19 are basically people who are 80 and overweight. That is extremely overweight. And that's the facts. That's the, that's the way that it truly is. But you see, their motivations have never been your health, which I've been telling you for a year and a half. Their, their motivations are control. Well, explain that, Tom. Explain to me why they want to control. Why did Stalin want to control? Why did Hitler want to control? Because they just want to control. They want all of these people, whether it's AOC, whether it's you know Nancy Pelosi, who's worth somewhere between 70 and $150 million on a $150,000 a year salary. She's worth you know, 70 to $150 million. Joe Biden, who's worth tens of millions of dollars on basically the same salary. What what are their motivations? Power. They want power. They already have everything else, so now they've got to go for power. Why doesn't Soros just sit on a beach the rest of his life with his tens of billions of dollars? Because he wants power. You're like, Tommy, you can't explain. There's no way to explain evil. I cannot explain it. They want power, and they all believe that they are going to do, they're going to set this earth on this course where you have the haves and the have-nots with the haves controlling the have-nots. That's what they want to do. That's why Joe Biden is trying to push a $3.5 trillion uh, infrastructure, what's called human infrastructure bill, which in other words, just give trillions of dollars for people's feelings and for males to call themselves females and females to call themselves males. That's all that it's about. Why? Because he's trying to devalue the dollar so that we end up having to go to a global currency because Joe Biden is not an American. He is a global citizen. He is a subject of the WEH and Klaus Schwab. That's who he is. He's been bought off by the CCP many years ago. All right, let's go to this one. Todd Starnes tweet, or are we still on? Yeah, there you go. A 13-year-old, healthy Michigan boy with no pre-existing conditions. Remember, Joe Biden says, if you take the vaccine, you cannot die of COVID. Well, he didn't die of COVID, but he did die of the China virus vaccine. Should his death be blamed? Remember now, you got Biden out there saying that Facebook is killing people. People like me are killing people. That's what Biden says. So Todd Starnes asks an interesting question here at the bottom. Should his death be blamed on pro-vaccine misinformation coming from the White House? They want us banned for misinformation nothing that i'm saying is killing people what joe biden is saying is killing people this kid would have 100 been alive if he was not vaccinated and to the parents i say what on earth are you doing what on earth are you doing vaccinating a 13 year old child who has a zero percent chance of dying of COVID? what are you thinking tom where do you get that from oh just the cdc website once again Post-infection survival weight for a 13-year-old child is 99.997%. He has a 0.003%, three and one thousandths of 1% chance of dying of COVID. He's 7 to 20 times more likely to die of flu A or flu B. And you get him vaccinated? 
Because Joe Biden's telling you this, so Joe Biden should be banned for misinformation, correct? Since he's trying to ban me for misinformation. All right, back to Andrew Boston. 60% of people admitted to UK hospitals. We've covered Israel. Now we'll go to the UK, shall we? 60% of people admitted to UK hospitals had two COVID jabs. 60%. 60%. In terms of the number of people in hospital who've been double vaccinated, we know it's around 60% of the people being admitted to hospital with COVID. Valid says so 60% of the people being admitted for COVID in the UK are people who are double vaxxed for COVID. Double vaxxed. So at most, the rest, 40%, would be people who have never been vaxxed. So you have to take that 40% and divide it into at least two categories. People who have never been vaxxed who have natural immunity. Natural immunity is absolutely kicking the tail out of of, of, of synthetic immunity, Anthony Fauci immunity, Pfizer immunity, Johnson and Johnson, Moderna immunity, which by the way are killing people by the tens of thousands. I just showed you a minute ago the Thomas Renz lawsuit, which is saying that with a whistleblower, with a sworn affidavit under the penalty of perjury, that 45,000 Americans have died in that one vein alone. So that's 45,000 plus 11,000. So you're looking at 56,000 Americans have died from the COVID vaccine, at least potentially. We'll see how the lawsuit comes out. All right, John D. Tweet. Joe Biden last night, you're not going to get COVID if you, if you have these vaccinations. Dr. Fauci, this morning, this morning, infections after vaccination are expected. Why would you ever do one thing these people tell you to do? They are liars from the beginning. They lie about everything. And then I'm telling you, the majority of conservatives are vaccinated. Well, I shouldn't say the majority of them. A large portion of conservatives are vaccinated. They're like, we're against lockdowns. We're against mask wearing. We're against you vaccine passports. We're against you vaccine our kids. But give us your vaccine. What are you doing? Pastors, what are you doing closing your churches down? What are you doing mitigating? What are you doing thinking twice about it? What are you doing elbow bumping? What are you doing? Why would you ever listen to this clown show? One says that you can't get COVID-19 after you're vaccinated. And then the alleged, alleged medical expert, Anthony Fauci, says that you will. President versus Fauci. Fauci versus president. And then you do what one or both of them tells you to do. It amazes me. Inside of the evangelical movement, how many people obeyed or do and still obey Anthony Fauci and Joe Biden? People who are diametrically opposed to the Bible that you allegedly believe in. In the beginning was the word. The word was, the word was with God and the word was God. The word of God, Jesus, John chapter 1, verse 1. The word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth, right? So you have the word of God, John 1, 1 and John 1, 14, the word of God. You go with what Anthony Fauci tells you to do instead of the word of God to this day, to this day, most evangelical Christians are still following people. Allegedly evangelical means that you're supposed to be a fundamentalist Christian, that you're following what the word of God says. Since Jesus was the word and there is no delineation between Jesus and the word, what Jesus are you following if it's not the Bible? But many evangelical Christians, what are they doing right now? They set the Bible aside and do what Joe Biden tells them to do. Christians are closing their churches right now. They, and whether it's here or whether it's Canada, or whether it's the UK, you think you're going to comply your way out of this? You think the devil's going to say as much, you comply and I'll let you off the hook? No, the devil will say, you comply, comply some more. 
Comply some more. Get on your knees. Get on your face. Get six feet under. That's what the devil will do. And that's what the Democratic Party will do. That's who they are. That's who they are. Why would you ever listen to one thing these people say? Speaking of somebody who did, look at this tweet. Look at this. Look at this absolute moronic fool. Matt Matiscow. Matiscow. Pretty absurd that I've left my house. I've left the date on there. So this is what, from a week ago. <laughs> this, this fool. Now I'm looking at his picture. I'm gauging somewhere. He's, he's somewhere in his 40s or 50s. So basically, statistically speaking, COVID-19 is not a threat to him. But this idiot, pretty absurd that I've left, uh, that I've left my house six times in 18 months. He's left this house. This grown man has only left this house as of 7:15 as of July 15th of this year he's only left this house 6 times in the last year and a half 6 times and he's fully vaccinated and he got covid he got covid i have friends not even vaccinated go out every day since bs started and never got yeah dumb dumb yeah, you know why? Because it's all a hoax. COVID-19 exists, but it is not an existential threat to your life. Never has been, never will be. Does it mean it doesn't take lives? The flu takes 30 to 80,000 per year in the United States alone. And you can go out, you can go with tuberculosis, you can go with pneumonia, you can find all sorts of other um illnesses throughout the globe and they take hundreds of thousands every year the COVID is no different it's been used to it's very simple it's been used to usher in the thrones of the power pervs that's all that it's done it's trying to separate this culture into haves and the have-nots the aocs the bidens the kamala harris's the klaus schwab's the boris johnson's the macrons the angela merkel's the gavin newsom's all believe that they will be the haves. They will be the arist aristocracy. They will be the elite that control people. So they have absolutely no problem with it. They would have a problem with it if it came up and bit them on the rear end. That's why you see all the hypocrisy on the left from the Democrats flying out in their private jet coming out of Texas, running from the Texas election law uh, legislation that they're supposed to be out there committing a crime by not being at, flying out in their crowded uh, COVID-19 jet, their the Delta variant flight coming out. They're the hypocrites endlessly. Da Gavin Newsom caught in, in a crowded situation at the French Laundry and over and over again. Phil Murphy, governor of New Jersey, one of the biggest COVID tyrants out there, caught in hypocrisy. Andrew Cuomo, caught without his mask on. Chris Cuomo, caught without his mask on. George uh, Stephanopoulos, caught without his mask Over and over again. You don't name the Republicans that are caught. The Republicans, if they're, they're if they if they if they have caved to COVID, they're very obedient. Or you have people like me who just tell you to go shove it up your own caboose. Let's move on to this. This is one of the greatest things of the week here. The greatest stories of the week was Rand Paul versus Fauci. Rand Paul says, Caleb Paul, Rand Paul just confronted Dr. Fauci over gain-of-function research and triggered him so bad that he started yelling. We have to watch the whole thing. It's a little bit lengthy. It's like six minutes long, but you've got to watch the whole thing. It's every last second is absolute gold. Play it for me. Dr. Fauci, as you are aware, it is a crime to lie to Congress. Section 1001 of the U.S. Criminal Code creates a felony and a five-year penalty for lying to Congress. On your last trip to our committee on May 11th, you stated that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. 
And yet, gain-of-function research was done entirely in the Wuhan Institute by Dr. Xi and was funded by the NIH. I'd like to ask unanimous consent to insert into the record the Wuhan virology paper entitled Discovery of a Rich Gene Pool of Bat SARS-Related Coronaviruses. Please deliver a copy of the journal article to Dr. Fauci. In this paper, Dr. Xi credits the NIH and lists the actual number of the grant that she was given by the NIH. In this paper, she took two bat coronavirus genes, spike genes, and combined them with a SARS-related backbone to create new viruses that are not found in nature. These lab-created viruses were then to shown to replicate in humans. These experiments combine genetic information from different coronaviruses that infect animals but not humans to create novel artificial viruses able to infect human cells. Viruses that in nature only infect animals were manipulated in the Wuhan lab to gain the function of infecting humans. This research fits the definition of the research that the NIH said was subject to the pause in 2014 to 2017, a pause in funding on gain of function. But the NIH failed to recognize this, defines it away, and it never came under any scrutiny. Dr. Richard E. Bright, a molecular biologist from Rutgers, described this research in Wuhan as, the Wuhan lab used NIH funding to construct novel chimeric SARS-related coronaviruses able to infect human cells and laboratory animals. This is high-risk research that creates new potential pandemic pathogens, potential pandemic pathogens that exist only in the lab, not in nature. This research matches, these are Dr. Ebright's words, this research matches, indeed epitomizes, the definition of gain-of-function research done entirely in Wuhan, for which there was supposed to be a federal pause. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Your microphone. Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you are referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function. So what was, let me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility to humans, right. you're saying that's not gain of function? Yeah, that is correct. And, and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. Let's okay, you get NIH. one person. Let's read from the NIH definition of gain of function. This is your definition that you guys wrote. It says that scientific research that increases the transmissibility among mammals is gain of function. They took animal viruses that only occur in animals and they increased their transmissibility to humans. How you can say that is not gain of function? It is not. It's a dance and you're dancing around this because you're trying to obscure responsibility for four million people dying around the world okay. from a pandemic. And let's let Dr. Fauci. I have to, well, now you're getting into something. If the point that you are making is that the, the, the grant that was funded as a sub-award from EcoHealth 
to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2. That's where you are getting. Let me finish. We don't know. Well, we don't wait know a minute. It did I come can from the lab, but you. all the evidence is pointing that it came from the lab. You, and there will be responsibility for those who funded the right. lab, including yourself. I totally This committee resent, will allow the witness to respond. I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating, Senator, because if you look at the viruses that were used in the experiments that were given in the annual reports that were published in the literature, it is molecularly impossible. No one's saying those it, viruses it is, caused it. It no is molecularly. Those viruses caused the pandemic. What we're alleging is that gain of function research was going on in that lab and NIH funded it. That you is can't not. Get away from it. It meets your definition and you are obfuscating the truth. I'm not obfuscating the truth. Senator you Paul's are the one. Time is expired, but I will allow the witness to. Let me just finish. I want everyone to. We don't, we don't need to let him finish because it's just more lies. Bottom line is this it's very simple, and he defined. Anthony Fauci, if you pull it up, defined gain-of-function research being exactly how Rand Paul defined it, exactly the same in 2012, which is you take viruses that simply live, that are transmitted from animal to animal, you juice them up, you cause them to gain in function to where they are now transmissible to human beings. That's exactly what was going on there. You had Ralph Barrick, Ralph Barrick, scientist from the UNC, funded by the NIH, which is Anthony Fauci. He was in partnership. He is actually Ralph Barrick from UNC. I've got more on him later if we have time to get to it. Is the mentor of the bat lady, Dr. G. Where, where other NIH, Dr. G was funded by who? Tens of millions of dollars by Bill Gates, millions of dollars from, from NIH and Anthony Fauci, millions of dollars from Mark Zuckerberg, millions of dollars from our own Pentagon, was going to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Fauci knows it. He's playing, he's playing word salad games. He's trying to mix things up because confusion is demonic. Confusion is of the devil. It basically, if you accuse, coming right out of Karl Marx, accuse people of that which you are. Accuse people of doing that which you are doing. So he's accusing Rand Paul of lying, knowing that he himself is a bold-faced, habitual, pathological liar who from day one has known that this virus was gain-of-function, uh, was came from the Wuhan Institute of Virology as a result of NIH-funded gain-of-function research. He's known it from day one. He's not said a word about it, and now that now it's coming out. He funded Ralph Barrick at UNC. They exchanged viruses between UNC and the Wuhan Institute of Virology with Dr. Xi. Anthony Fauci funded through EcoHealth Alliance and Peter Daszak funneled $3.5 million to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Peter Daszak has now been banned off of all investigations having to do with the Wuhan Institute of Virology because he put out the false report into Lancet glomming on 30 other epidemiologists and bold-faced liars saying that there was no chance that this originated in the lab. Now we all know that's not the case. Anybody who read anything has known it since March of 2020. It was absolutely gain-of-function research. How you can sit there and, you know, is the sky blue? No, I refuse to say that the sky is blue. It's blue, bud. It's just blue. Gain-of-function research is you take a virus that is only can only be transmitted from an animal to an animal make it transmissible to humans and then allegedly try to create a vaccine to treat it after you've made it transmissible to human beings but the problem is is what else is the Wuhan Institute of Virology it's what's called a p4 weapons lab whoops from the CCP 
Anthony Fauci allegedly he, he he speaks either out of ignorance or stupidity in thinking that there is some sort of delineation between Chinese science scientists Chinese scientists and the CCP. There is no delineation be, between any institution in China. I don't care whether it's a McDonald's or the Wuhan Institute of Virology or the Chinese Academy of Sciences. It does not matter or any bank or any institution or any business. There is no delineation between any business or any institution in China and the CCP. They are all one. And this idiot, Anthony Fauci, allegedly says that he only sends the money there because he believes in the scientists there. It was a P4 weapons lab. There are many people, I being one of them. There is one witness that has come out that defected. One witness that has come out from born in Hong Kong, worked in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, she has said, caused me to be banned off of social media, caused Tucker Carlson to be banned off of social media. She has said she has deep, she has a deep Chinese accent. If you see her on Tucker, you can pull it up. You can pull it up on one of my old podcasts because I had it on until they banned me for it for misinformation. They banned me or banned Tucker for misinformation from the only eyewitness that has come out of the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And she said, that it was a PLA virus. COVID-19 is a PLA, People's Liberation Army of the CCP. It is their virus. And you have this idiot on Capitol Hill right now. I mean, repeatedly lying under oath, repeatedly lying under oath to Congress saying that is not gain of function research. And he's known from day one that he, that it is, we will, we'll find out over time where all Anthony, I mean, the NIH who he works for owns multiple patents having to do with the COVID-19 vaccine, you know, vaccines. We'll see over time how it all, how it all pans out, but he's bold faced perjuring himself on the floor of the Senate over and over and over again, saying this is not gain-of-function research when he knows that it is. All right, Disclosed TV uh, tweet. Disclosed TV tweet. Oh, I got Disclosed. Put Disclosed up. Skip it. There you go. Dr. Fauci wouldn't answer the question of whether the spike protein matched a previous spike version created during gain-of-function research. Play it for me. That led to this uh, an S1 spike that looks very similar, if not exactly, to what's on the COVID-19 spike. Um, what are you referring to, Senator? Can you please be more specific? Yeah. So I'm talking about the S1 subunit of the current COVID-19 spike. What, what about it? I'm, I'm, I mean, are you talking about an experiment? Are you talking about a paper that was published? So I'm talking about uh, viral research that was done using NIH funding with the North Carolina lab and Dr. Shi developed this S1 subunit spike that looks exactly like what we have on the current COVID-19 spike. Yeah. Is that not true? No, I, I, I'm not sure exactly what you're referring to. Are you referring to the paper of Barrick and Shi in Nature Immunology? Is that what you're referring? I, I need to know specifically. Yeah, so Dr. Barrick and Shi printed uh, studies on the, this S1 unit that was basically the development of the key to the door that was specifically took a, the original SARS virus and made it so it would bond to the human lung cells. No, there was no gain. If you're referring, Senator, to gain of function, by the definition, okay, I mean, that's not my question. Well, but would well, you would you agree that that the, when, the spike that was developed there is what's also on the current? Yeah, but that's virus? that's ir that's irrelevant to anything until you have a context in which you're putting it. You're talking about an S1 
and a spike in what context? If you're talking about a paper that was written by them? But do you agree or disagree that it's the same spike? I'm not sure what you're talking about, Senator. I'm really not sure what you're talking about. Okay, thank you. All right. This is a pure, back to me, pure Potomac two-step is all that he's doing. You notice he never answered the question. He was simply asked, this is an S1 subunit spike created by the bat lady, Dr. G, with NIH funding. And is it, and we're asking you point blank, is this S1 subunit S spike protein, is it the same one that you are looking under a microscope and seeing in SARS-CoV-2? Is it or is it not? He never answers. He, go, he, he obfuscates and he Potomac two-steps. He sits there and goes, well, are you talking about this report? And then the guy answers, yes. And let me ask you again, is this the same S spike protein you are seeing under the microscope for SARS-CoV-2? And the man does not answer. And then you wear his mask. He tells you to wear, this guy tells you to wear a mask and you do it. This guy tells you to lock down your church and you do it. This guy tells you to put an mRNA vaccination in your body, which, by the way, fills your body, your cells are supposed to look like this. You inject yourself with an mRNA vaccination that is full of COVID S spike proteins. It makes the inner wall of your cells. I've showed the video from a doctor, not some right wing doctor, a doctor. It says that once you do that, it makes the inner lining of your capillary cells, jagged edges, much more likely to do what? blood clot and what are people dying of capillary blood clots airlines are not even wanting people to fly with them post-vax because they're scared of people getting blood clots then the man simply asks anthony fauci a question allegedly fauci you've looked under a microscope as you have you not is this the same as spike protein or is it not yes or no well, is it from this paper? Is it? It's not. That's not got nothing to do with it. Are you talking about gain of function? That's not what the guy said. Yes or no? What is the answer? Well, now here, breaking nine eleven, guys. Yeah, you guys are right. I was wrong. Breaking nine eleven, Senator Rand Paul. I will be sending a letter to the Department of Justice asking for a criminal referral into Anthony Fauci. Play it for me. You kicked off your questioning of Dr. Fauci, emphasizing federal law makes lying to Congress a felony punishable by up to five years in prison. Is it your belief based on the evidence, Senator, that he lied before Congress and broke the law? Yes, and I will be sending a letter to the Department of Justice asking for a criminal referral because he has lied to Congress. All right, guys, go to the uh, Senator Rand Paul tweet for me since I've thrown us out of order. There you go. Yes, said Dr. Fauci's NIH did fund the Wuhan Virology Lab. No question. Here's the verbatim admission from their chief scientist, the bat lady, Dr. Xi Zeng Li. There it is. Funding this work funded by the National, Na- the National Natural Science Foundation of China, the National Institutes of Health, NIAID, specifically Anthony Fauci. 
It is. It's exactly. Can you imagine going because this just came out? If you weren't reading anything or not paying attention, this came out to the public like three, four months ago. <laughs> and this man was in front of microphones for over a year, every day of his life on the cover of In Style magazine, on the cover of People magazine, on MSNBC, on CNN, pontificating about his expertise in epidemiology and, and immunology, espousing his great virtue and trying to save lives. See, what, the, what a Democrat does, and Anthony Fauci is a lifelong Democratic Party. What I mean by that is a soulless, soulless, communist power perv. That's who Anthony Fauci is, who's never solved a problem in his life, has never come up with a disease cure in over 40 years as the head of his specific division of the NIH, which is N-I-A-I-D. I always hate to say it, NIAIDS or whatever you pronounce it. You never come up with one simple solution, not one time in his entire career. That's who this guy is. But he did fund the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Yeah, put that, here's the Babylon Bee. D debate erupts between trusted medical doctor and Dr. Fauci. The man has been his entire, this entire time putting himself in front of cameras and he's never admitted. He knew the whole time. Think about the lives that could have been saved. If you would have known how to enter, how you, how it would be to counteract a synthetic virus. He held it all in. He did the same thing with Judy Mikovits and AIDS. Judy Mikovits and her partner came up with the origin of AIDS, which was HIV, six months before Anthony Fauci decided to do something about it so that he could personally take credit. Judy Mikovits was locked away. This is absolute fact. Judy Mikovits was locked away in prison for I don't know how long. I can't remember. Months and months and months without a charging instrument. There's never been any sort of charging affidavit against her because of Dr. Anthony Fauci. This man is pure blown demonic. He will not answer a question. He stood in front of microphones, posed for magazine covers for months, knowing that he was a contributor, knowing that he funded Ralph Barrick at UNC, who is the mentor of Dr. G, the bat lady at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, knowing that he sent $3.5 million minimum through Peter Daszak and the EcoHealth Alliance to the Wuhan Institute of Virology for gain-of-function research. He's asked point-blank, did you do it? He said numerous times uh, uh, under the penalty of perjury that he did not. And now you have Anthony Fauci looking. I mean, now you have Rand Paul looking to file criminal charges against him, and that's exactly what should happen. All right, let's move on to vaccine passports. Election wizard tweet. Here we go. Inbox. French President Macron issues six-month prison decree. Now, I just want to say once again, congratulations. Congratulations to all my evangelical brothers and sisters out there who closed your churches. Remember, you're so virtuous. You're so loving. You love your neighbor. I'm doing this to save lives. Look at my virtue. Look at my love. Now look at what you've done. Congratulations on ushering in Revelation chapter 3, 16 through 18. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Congratulations. Oh, this isn't the mark of the beast. Well, you know what? It certainly isn't good. It's certainly you can't see that this would be greasing the skits for it at minimum and maybe the start of it at maximum all because you closed your churches and all because conservatives refused to stand up. They decided to believe this lie, but not that one. 
They decide, you know what, I'm against lockdowns, but I'm for the vaccine. I'm against vaccine passports, but I'll take the vaccine. You can't do that. A house divided against itself cannot stand. Let your yes be yes and your no be no for whatever is more than these is from the evil one. Matthew chapter 5, verse 37. That's what you do. You take sides. That's what you do. And now look at us. Look at where we're at. French president Macron issues. Six-month prison decree for entering a bar or restaurant. Six months. Six months in prison. If you enter a bar or restaurant without a vaccine passport, congratulations, American church. Congratulations, French evangelical church. England's evangelical church. Canada, Canada's evangelical church. The worldwide evangelical church that complied, acquiesced, grabbed your ankles, and now you're staring at the book of Revelation unfolding right before your very eyes. And are you gonna, are you gonna, are you gonna now stand up? I remember the goof stick pastor in Largo, Florida, attacking Rodney Howard Brown and Jonathan Shuttlesworth saying, this is not our fight. This is not our time. Trust the experts. Be a, be a community partner and a good neighbor. Save lives. Love thy neighbor. That's why I closed my church for eight stinking months like the coward I am. Now look at you. Will you say you're wrong now? You know, what's amazing to me is even in the midst of this, because this has been going on for months, is that there are no evangelical leaders coming out and saying that they were wrong. You had one national figure, one national figure in the United States. And I know people say Greg Locke, and I love Greg Locke, but listen, Greg Locke does not have the heritage of Rodney Howard Brown. So you had one national evangelical leader, Rodney Howard Brown, who stood up and said, I will not close. And where's all the rest of them? Where are all the rest of the big names? Where are the Franklin Grahams? Closed. Franklin Grahams urging people to get vaccinated. What are you thinking? Put that headline back up. What are you thinking in the midst of this? What are you thinking? What, what are you doing? What are you doing telling people to get vaccinated? Look at this. Look at the mess that this world is in. And the evangelicals are telling people to get vaccinated. The evangelicals get told to lock down and you do it again. Now let's go to the next one. Cam, oh, this is a canvas video. Now here's the thing. Remember this was all about love, right? Well, now you've got people rising up. Now do a side-by-side here. Meet it and go side-by-side. So now you've got people rising up in France. Now here's the love. Congratulations on your love. Here's the love. These are people standing up saying, you know what? I don't want a QR code on my forehead or my right hand. I don't want a QR code on my phone. And here's how the love, this is the love response. Here's the love. Look at the love. Can you feel the love tonight? I feel the, the Lion King rising up on the inside of me right now. I can feel it. You know, don't you feel the love? These people standing up for their freedom and then you've got a bunch of stormtroopers in black coming and tear gassing them. Hmm, you know, it's just strange. Good job, everybody. Look, look at where we're at now. That, you know why that is? Because you quarantined. I remember people in my own community. Oh, here we are. They put out their pictures every couple days. Here we are, you know, quarantine day four. Look at us, you know, we're baking cookies today. Tomorrow we're going to do cardboard cutouts. And the next day we're going to collect leaves together. We're just thankful for this family time. Nice. Look at, look at us now. Congratulations. Look at us now. All that love, right? You're so thankful that, you know, we've decided to acquiesce and grab our ankles and we're going to go and we're going to close down our entire lives for a virus that has no, that is not an existential threat. That's 99.9% .9 survival, basically in all categories of life. But here we go. And this is what you usher in. And the Christians still don't repent. I have not seen, I have not, I basically have seen no evangelical leader that has come out and said, you know what? I was wrong. I never should have closed my church. 
I never should have grabbed my ankles. I never should have bent over. I never should have taken a knee to this. I haven't seen one. You know why? Because pride goes before destruction. You need to, I'm telling you right now, pastors, you need to get out there and you need to do a Facebook live right now and say, you know what? I was wrong. The Bible tells me whatever is bound is bound. Whatever I loose is loose. And you need, and that I didn't stand in it. You need to say it. No plague shall draw near my dwelling. Psalm 91. Whatever, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Matthew 16, 19. Whatever you ask in his name, he'll do. John 14, 14. He took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. You need to get out in front of your churches and say, you know what? I was wrong. I had a weak year. I was a coward. Whatever it is you want to say. I've had to do it before. I've had to admit cowardice. I've had to admit my sin. I've had to admit my stupidity. Why won't you? Why won't you? There's only one reason. And it's your own pride. You already know. You see what's going on. You see the green passes, the COVID, the vaccine passes, whatever. They're called common passes, green passes, Excelsior passes, QR codes spreading all over the world. Why? Because judgment begins in the house of God. We, now I'm not going to say we, you came first. And I know that I'm preaching to the choir. You probably wouldn't be watching this if you're a COVID caver. But if you are, you have one of two choices. You can either just keep on caving and you know you're wrong. You see the ushering in of the mark of the beast. You know you're wrong, but yet you stick to it. Well, you know, I pastor a church of 1,500 people. I can't let them know that I'm wrong. You're a fool. You're a prideful, arrogant, idolatrous fool. That's who you are. All right, election wizard tweet. Watch 2019 shows tearing of you of EU flag off the building in Moselle, Moselle, that's France, and replacing it with a French, I don't know how to pronounce it, Tricolor. Uh, Filippo has organized many of the protests this week against Macron's draconian COVID pass. I tell you this because I want you to know that there are hundreds of thousands, really millions, tens of millions of people that are on our side. Let me propagate this to you. Because I believe this. I don't have proof of it. I believe that we're the majority being dictated to by the minority telling us they're the majority. That's what I believe. But you have people. I mean, you should have seen. I played it on Saturday. The streets of Paris absolutely jam-packed full with hundreds of thousands of people standing against the mark of the beast, these COVID passes, standing against those things. And we need to do exactly the same. Here's an example of it. Play it for me. Here he is. You know, here's the EU flag. He's like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with the whole EU deal. And I'm going back to France. We have to do this. This, and we, you know, you, you don't think that this could happen in America? This is what they're trying to do right now. We have got to read. What, what's the goal of the George Soroses? What's the goal of the Klaus Schwab's? What's the goal? Klaus Schwab just came out with a video recently. There you go. Throw the EU flag to the ground where it belongs. The EU, by the way has now started their own vaccine passport QR code program, which I played over and over again because it's one of my favorite videos coming out of the blaze. But they have put in, many countries have signed on, you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel in the, U, in the EU without what? Without your vaccine passport. But that doesn't even rattle evangelical Christians. It's truly amazing to me. That doesn't even rattle them. You see it and it doesn't, it doesn't make you start a revival in your church, a revival of repentance, a revival of having a spine and standing in the word of God. 
It amazes me that you see this and you don't respond. Share this with your weak evangelical brothers and sisters. They are in peril. I don't care what Calvinism says. You can lose your salvation. Please read the Bible. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 is entitled The Great Falling Away. 1 Timothy chapter 4 is entitled The Great Falling Away. Hebrews chapter 5, 11 through 14 is entitled Warning Against Falling Away. They are in peril of hell because of their COVID caving. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. Revelation chapter 21 verse 8 says the cowardly will not inherit the kingdom of God. You know why? Because if you're saying, yeah, if you refuse to repent of your COVID caving tendencies and your lockdowns of your churches and your hyper alcohol gel and your, and your quarantines and your mask wearing, and you refuse to repent of that, what are you going to do when they put a mark? What are you going to do when they come to you and say, you know what? It's nothing. It's just a QR code. We just want to implant it in your right hand. It's already going on. It's called quantum dot tattoo technology developed by both Bill Gates and the Pentagon. What are you going to do then? These aren't conspiracy theories. You can pull it up. It's in just the news. The Pentagon is developing implantable technology that detects COVID. It's absolute fact. Pull up quantum dot tattoo technology. Bill Gates brags about it. It's not conspiracy theory. It's like how they all say the Great Reset is a conspiracy. Well, there's a web page called the Great Reset with Klaus Schwab and Prince, Prince Charles talking on it, as well as the head of the IMF and, and the head of the UN talking about it, that we all need to do a Great Reset. All right, disclosed TV tweet just in. England proof of vac- full proof of full vaccination to be made mandatory for entry into nightclubs and other venues where large crowds gather from the end of September. I wonder why they're just why don't they do it now? I don't know. Negative tests will come will not be sufficient anymore. Play it for me. I should serve notice now that by the end of September, when all over 18s will have had their chance to be double jabbed, we're planning to make full vaccination the condition of entry to nightclubs and other venues where large crowds gather proof of a negative test will no longer be enough they will have had their chance boris johnson says everybody over the age of 18 will have had your their chance well that sounds awfully threatening doesn't it you know that sounds like an awful lot like an ultimatum does it not that should that should rattle your liberal cages you don't like ultimatums you don't like black and white do you you don't like things to be right or wrong. Well, there's your ultimatum. You will have had your chance. Look how he phrased it. To be double jabbed. So now we've got vaccine passports in, in France, in Israel, in the UK. They're actively discussing it in Canada, actively discussing it here, right? And you're like, Tom, why are you always picking on the American church? Well, because that's, that's the church that I belong to for one thing. They may not they may not want to belong to me, but that's where I belong. And judgment begins with us first. First Peter chapter four, verse 17. Judgment begins at the house of God. That's the that's just the way that it is. And it's amazing to me. This is this information, that's some disclosed TV. It's, that was on national, that was a national broadcast out of the UK. And where's the where's the church in the UK? Do you not read your Bible? I mean, I, I'm, I'm absolutely flabbergasted at all evangelicals worldwide, starting with the American church. You see this and you still do what they tell you to do. It's amazing to me. All right, Marie Oaks tweet. And so we have, you know, we have the UK, we got Canada, we got Israel, Denmark, whoever, and there's others also with their COVID passes and green passes. Well, now we got it. The Italian government has announced that a health pass proof of vaccination, digital or paper, or a negative COVID test will be required in order, in order 
to participate in social activities, including outdoor dining, museums, live shows, and gyms. Oh, that, that doesn't sound like anything out of the Bible, does it? That he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except the one else. That's strange. That just sounds eerily familiar. And it does nothing. It should rivet the soul, but instead everybody's packing up their their minivans with their fruit roll-ups and their juice boxes and heading off to soccer practice as if nothing's going on when their kids are all masked. Or, may, or, or you just be the quintessential evangelical now who said, you know, no, you know, we're open now. Now, you know, I call myself a patriot. I'm a patriot pastor now. I want to turn America back around. You will never turn anything around until you acknowledge what you've done, COVID caving pastor. Look at me now. You will never turn this country around without repentance. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray. You don't just get to open up your church and pretend you never closed. I don't care whether you closed for a day, a week, a month, or a year. I don't care. Until you get out and you say in public, I blew it. I turned my back on the word of God. You can forget about turning America around. You're in with the people that are ruining it. You bought in. You bought in with the abortionists, with the transgenders, with the homosexual agenda. You bought in. You did exactly what they told you to do. And you, to this day, you refuse to acknowledge it. You're going nowhere. You're going to have no influence. Your, your lamp is under a basket because you chose to put it there. You're supposed to be the salt of the earth. Remember, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how does salt lose its, lose its flavor? Conforms to the pattern of the world. What am I reading out of right now? Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Matthew chapter 5, starting in verse 13. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor and caves and conforms to the pattern of the world, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses flavor, how shall the world be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown underfoot, by, be thrown underfoot by, and trampled underfoot by men. That is the way that, that, that is it. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. That its light may be seen all throughout the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. You know, when, you, when you've decided, when you're the salt of the earth and you've decided to lose, lose your flavor, there's only one way back and it's Jesus style and it's called repentance out of Matthew chapter four, verse 17. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing, but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. That's what's happened to the American church and sadly also to the worldwide church. And you're not getting out of it by just opening up and acting like nothing happened. You know that you caved. You're, you see the mark of the beast unfolding before your very eyes. What will you do? We don't have to lose this generation. We don't have to, we don't have to see a new world order in this generation. We can stand. But you're not going to comply your way out of it. You're not going to just simply open up your church after you were closed for 8 or 9 or 10 months and act like it never happened. That's not the Christian way. The Christian way is confession. John chapter 1 verse 9. Repentance. Matthew chapter 4 verse 17. That's the way. Not pretending. You will not find that in the gospel. Jesus did not say. From that time Jesus began to preach and to say pretend. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. 
He said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is hand. And just so you know, I want you all back. The ones that I'm bashing the most, I want you all back. I mean, look at that. Look at our country. Let's go to the next one. Breitbart News tweet. Those of you who are still watching the NFL, you're part of the problem. I don't care. I don't. You tell me what. Well, I just can't live without it. You know, it's just my entertainment. It's how I relax. Take all that and shove it up your own caboose. If you're still watching the NFL, you're part of the problem. Look at this. The BLM NFL millionaires have a genius idea that's definitely not a caste system. I'll read it to you from Breitbart. The NFL has sent a memo instructing all 32 teams to develop a method for identifying players, coaches, employees who have received the coronavirus vaccine. The five-page memo released last week and obtained by Pro Football Talk, the league informed teams of a requirement to develop a system for identifying fully vaxxed Tier 1 and Tier 2 personnel. Players and coaches fall under the Tier 1 category. See how these racists are? See how these totalitarians are? They're always separating people and then claim that they're the people of great compassion that bring people together. It's exactly the opposite. Joe Biden and the Democratic Party are racist and then claim to be the purveyors of equality. Remember, they'll always accuse you of that which they are. They call people like me a racist. I don't ever want to separate people into tier one and tier two people, vaccinated and unvaccinated, black and white. I don't want any of that. They do that. That's what CRT is all about, is separating people. That's what they're doing here. We recommend, this from the NFL, for to all 32 of their teams, we recommend utilizing color-coded wristbands and credentials. Don't worry, Christians. Don't worry. I know, I know this sounds oddly like the mark of the beast, but don't worry. Well, it couldn't be, right? It's never going to happen, right? I mean, I know the Bible never misses it, and the Bible's never missed one prophecy yet, but it'll never going to happen, right? This has nothing to do with any of that. Oh, yeah, okay, right. We recommend utilizing color-coded wristbands and credentials. However, clubs are free to implement other methods, the memo said. In addition, the league has set forth numerous restrictions on player-coach interactions for teams with less than 85% of their players and staff vaccinated. Oh, this, this is wonderful, isn't it? What a wonderful, wonderful new normal that the church and conservatives and then liberals and then everybody else has ushered into our country. It will come for you, liberals. You think that, you know, this is great. You know, the only people being banned are conservatives and the only people that, you know, you know, get removed from the social discourse of our culture are conservatives. It will come for you. It's just a line to the hangman's noose. Totalitarian, totalitarianism knows no bounds. It will come for you eventually. See what will happen. It's like, see the stelters of the world, the Chris Cuomo's of the world. Even the Joy Reeds of the world, whoever they, the Barack Obamas of the world, they think that people like they'll get people like me banned, and it will never come for them. Well, the first people that will go are the white people that are currently in places of power, because eventually you will have to yield your position to your own wokeism, right? Funny how they don't, but eventually their own wokeism, their own woke totalitarianism, will come for them to surrender their position, and they will be banned. They don't see it; they're too stupid to see it, I guess. But totalitarianism knows no bounds because the gators got to eat. Totalitarianism will close the door on everybody. Here's the New York Post. Here's a tweet from the New York Post. NFL teams will be forced. Get this now. This is not a joke. This is not, this is not the Babylon Bee. This is national news. NFL teams will be forced to forfeit if unvaccinated players cause COVID-19 outbreak. What a wonderful system we have now. You signing up for your NFL package? Are you? 
I will not be signing up for my NFL package. Yeah, put up that protest thing. Do me side by side. There you go. There's a protest. I want you to see vaccine passport protest. This is out of uh, French Caribbean island of, of Martinique right there. Look at that. Those are people against vaccine passports. We are not alone. We are the majority being told by the minority that they're the majority. And they're intimidating you, evangelical Christian. You, Sean Hannity. You, Ben Shapiro. Why suddenly does Fox News come out and do a big uh, vaccination propagation? Why would they do that out of nowhere? Because they're being intimidated by the minority telling them that they're the majority. Go to the next one, Disclosed TV tweet. Here we go. Thousands take it to the streets in turn as Italy, told you Italy's implementing what? Vaccine passports. Well, here's Italy's response. Put that next video up for me. Here you go. Right here. That's just a few people, huh? We are not alone. We, they couldn't mask. They couldn't. Listen, Joe Biden couldn't get 12 people in a room. But yet, his totalitarian, what he's doing, his totalitarianism, what he's got, it, it's an absolute mirage that they are powerful. Klaus Schwab has like 28,000 followers on Twitter. I'm not kidding. Tw- tw- I mean, I can't remember what Donald Trump left with when they banned him. They banned him because these people actually have nobody. They're actually a very small aristocracy elite. That's what they are. Convincing you that they have power over you. If we all simply stand at the same time, they can do Nothing. I love this from Eric Clapton. I know he's a liberal, but he's right here. Here you go. Eric Clapton said he would cancel any shows if the venue requires attendees prove they are vaccinated against COVID-19. There is a liberal, right? There's a liberal. But see, there's a difference between a liberal and a progressive. A liberal is somebody who is free to be a burden bee. Let me smoke my marijuana. Let me get abortions, but just leave me alone. And you're free to be left alone too. We can live with people like that. We can have our debates and we need to go at it when it comes to things like abortions. But a classical liberal like an Eric Clapton is saying, you know what? I feel it. I feel the totalitarianism in the air. I can feel it happening. Let's just keep going for a while here. I usually stop right about now, but let's keep going. I want to talk about corrupt cops. Now, let me throw this out to you. I was a police officer myself, 1992 to 2017. I retired almost exactly four years ago. Just a month shy of four years ago. I retired from law enforcement after 25 straight years. It breaks my heart to do a section. I have a section right here entitled Corrupt Cops. Our system in our country, you need to understand, I'm not talking about local cops. Some locals are bad too. I'm not saying that, but what our problem is, is we are federally corrupt when it comes to the DOJ and law enforcement. Put up the first one for me, Jack Posobiec, renaming himself Federal Recruiter Paso, breaking text messages between an FBI handler and his informant within the Michigan militia, detailing how to entrap defendants in criminal activity per court docs. I would show you those things, but they're lengthy. Basically what it is, is you have the FBI inciting people People. This was all about the alleged kidnapping plot of Gretchen Whitmer, of, uh, of which it has turned out that the majority of the influencers in that plot were FBI informants and FBI agents, and the entire plot was instigated by them, and then they arrest people for committing the crimes that they instigated. That's what's going on. That's our culture. That's where we're at. And the problem is, you're like, Tom, you always bring it back to COVID. Yes, because we need real governance. The turn the FBI needs to be completely 
disbanded, completely disbanded. But that's never going to happen over Joe Biden with Joe Biden because the FBI is simply the brown shirt Gestapo of the Democratic Party, hunting down MAGA moms and MAGA grandmas and MAGA grandpas who happen to be standing in the Capitol committing the crime of trespassing and are sitting in a jail cell uh, and 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 you know alone for the last six months, isolated confinement over the last six months by themselves while they do absolutely nothing. New York basically canceled all their charges against all the BLM Antifa rioters, the people who burned down buildings and beat up cops. And you have somewhere in the neighborhood of two to 400 people sitting in the DC Metro jail in solitary confinement right now. And their charge is vandalism. You had your first felony conviction today, eight months. The guy was charged with, was, was sentenced for, to eight months. I'll see. I want to try to get to that so you can see it and actually see the story from somebody else's lips, but mine eight months. And he didn't commit one single, uh, violent crime whatsoever. So here you had the FBI instigating the alleged plot into the graduate Whitmer, uh, kidnapping attempt which never really occurred so then let's switch to the one six what happened on one six in the capitol what truly happened we know that the fbi their big plot here Gretchen whitmer kidnapping we've we've arrested all these people they are the ones who instigated they're the ones who gave the people the ideas could that have happened on one six two play tucker for me suggests an answer to some of these questions we know that the government is hiding the identity of many law enforcement officers who were present at the Capitol on January 6th, not just the one who killed Ashley Babbitt. According to the government's own court filings, those law enforcement officers participated in the riot, sometimes in violent ways. We know that because without fail, the government has thrown the book at most people who are present in the Capitol on January 6th. There was a nationwide dragnet to find them, and many of them are still in solitary confinement tonight. But strangely, some of the key people who participated on January 6th have not been charged. Look at the documents. The government calls those people unindicted co-conspirators. What does that mean? Well, it means that in potentially every single case, they were FBI operatives. Really? In the Capitol on January 6th. For example, one of those unindicted co-conspirators is someone government documents identify only as person two. According to those documents, person two stayed in the same hotel room as a man called Thomas Caldwell, an insurrectionist, a man alleged to be a member of the group, the Oath Keepers. Person two also, quote, stormed the barricades at the Capitol on January 6th alongside Thomas Caldwell. The government's indictments further indicate that Caldwell, who, by the way, is a 65-year-old man, this dangerous insurrectionist, was led to believe there would be a, quote, quick reaction force also participating on January 6th. That quick reaction force, Caldwell was told, would be led by someone called Person 3, who had a hotel room and an accomplice with him. But wait, here's the interesting thing. Person 2 and Person 3 were organizers of the riot. The government knows who they are, but the government has not charged them. Why is that? You know why. They were almost certainly working for the FBI. So FBI operatives were organizing the attack on the Capitol on January 6th, according to government documents. There you go. So you have, once again, the FBI instigating crimes and then actually, actually perpetrating crimes. You have person one, person two, of course, redacted from whatever FOIA request is put out there. Just like all of Anthony Fauci's, which makes no sense, is all redacted. But you have these people who actually instigated the 1-6 riot, which is really what? 
is was a one six trespassing is all that truly occurred. There was, well, we won't get into all that tonight. So the point is the FBI instigated it and then arrested the people that committed that which they instigated. They, these people here that they're talking about were people who actually organized it. Person one and person two in hotel rooms with one six trespassers. They actually organized the grand trespassing and they themselves have, have escaped all charges because they're unindicted co-conspirators. This is the FBI. They did the same thing with Gretchen Whitmer. It's the exact same playbook. They even stormed the Capitol in Michigan. It was the same thing. And the cops let them in there too. Just like on 1-6. And the FBI agent in charge of the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot is the FBI agent in charge of the 1-6 riot. Facts. The FBI is corrupt. From head to toe, rank and file, stinking, rotting, corrupt. That's who the FBI is. And it breaks my heart to say it. I've even worked with FBI people before in law enforcement. They are corrupt. I didn't see them as corrupt when I was working with them, but you can see what they are now. All right, oversight.gov tweet. New OIG officer. It's the internal investigation section of the DOJ. New OIG report from DOJ. Findings of misconduct by then senior FBI official for having numerous unauthorized contacts with the media and for accepting unauthorized gifts from members of the media. Now here's the thing with that. Do you have that other do you have that other the other verbiage that I have? Yeah, see if you can put it up there. See, yeah, put it on the big awesome. You guys are great. There we go. This is from the office of the OIG. Officer, Office of the Inspector General. We identified numerous FBI employees at all levels. Remember, flash it back to me real quick. Sorry, guys. Remember what this is now. This is not a right-wing Devin Nunez investigation, who I love, Devin Nunez. But that's not who this is. This is the Office of the OIG. This is the Inspector General. This, And by the way, he's liberal. The OIG is liberal. I can't remember his name right now, but he's liberal. All right, that's who this is. And look at what they found. All right, put it back on the big screen for me. There we go. Numerous FBI employees at all levels of the organization with no official reason to be in contact with the media who were nevertheless in frequent contact with reporters attached to this report. I wonder if that's why, wonder why it was that CNN showed up at Roger Stone's house at the crack of dawn. Attached to this report, as attachments E and F are two linked charts that reflect the volume of communications that were identified between FBI employees and media representatives, which they are not allowed to do, which is against the law, in April, May of October 2016. Hey, what was going on there? Oh, the Trump campaign. Oh, yeah, Michael Horowitz, you're awesome. Thank you, Aaron, or Will, whoever got that. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Michael Horowitz is the OIG. So, what was going on in 2016? Oh, the whole Trump-Russia collusion investigation, right? In addition, we identified instances where FBI employees improperly received benefits from reporters, including tickets to sporting events, golfing outings, drinks and meals, and admittance to non-public social events. We will separately report on those investigations that they are, when they are concluded consistent with the Inspector General Act, other applicable federal statutes, and OIG policy. All right, back to me. What was going on in 2016 is the FBI fraudulently manifesting 
a Russia collusion report that they knew was totally and completely fake. Where they were right after that framing General Flynn, and they knew that was that's a whole fake con job. Where they come in, they General Flynn, I hope learned his lesson, never talk to the FBI because they talk to General Flynn, come out, fill out their 302s, which is their witness statements. Peter Strzok being one of them, and they come out and they say, you know what? He told told us the complete and total truth. Got rid of the original 302s and made up new ones afterwards to charge him with lying to the FBI and FARA violations. Vera violations are rarely, if ever, even charged. Roger Stone's offenses are rarely ever in charge, let alone. See, they tried to sentence him. If Bill Barr wouldn't have stepped in, they were going to sentence Roger Stone to nine years in prison. And you see, you need to understand the impact of this. This is not just a right-wing zealot, a, a chubby pastor from Inglewood, Florida, yelling at you on social media. This is a matter of freedom. These people will come after your freedom. They will falsely prosecute you, stick you in prison for years, and sleep like babies at night. While you can't come near your kids, you cannot touch your wife, your life is gone. They don't care. They were destroying General Flynn's life. They've destroyed Roger Stone's life. He's bankrupt. He's broke. Over what? Over nothing. That's how these people are. I've told you this time and time again. Barack and Michelle Obama... In their multi-million dollar, one of their multi-million dollar mansions on Martha's Vineyard. Every night spooning and sleeping like babies while they've sent 18-year-old Marines, 18-year-old infantrymen to prison for 30 years. For rules of engagement violations and foreign wars that they perpetuated. They don't care. They, they, listen, Derek Chauvin, who did not kill George Floyd, what killed George Floyd was three times the lethal amount of fentanyl in his bloodstream. That's what killed George Floyd. How can look at what they did to Derek Chauvin? And, I, and I've admitted my guilt about Derek Chauvin. I, I listen. I practice what I preach. I said three times that Derek Chauvin murdered George Floyd. I was freaking wrong. See how that works? COVID caving pastor. Put the freaking in front of it. You'll feel better. I was freaking wrong. I was wrong. To say what I said, I turned from it. You can't look what they did to Derek Chauvin. Standard, standard. The standard amount of time that his conviction would have given anybody else. The standard requirements would have been that he got 12 years. What did he get? 22 years. 22 years they gave Derek Chauvin. And explain to me how you asphyxiate somebody without asphyxiating them. How did he kill? How did he kill George Floyd? Explain that to me. Go ahead. How, go ahead. How did he explain? How did how did Derek Chauvin kill George Floyd? It has to be asphyxiation, or he didn't kill him. Correct. George Floyd had ninety-five percent oxygen saturation in his lungs at the time of death. Therefore, he was breathing normally. Facts. That's the truth. You can pull it up. So, what was Derek Chauvin convicted of? In order for him to have killed George Floyd, he had to had to have asphyxiated him, but he was not asphyxiated. So what's he what? So what has Derek Chauvin been found guilty of? Do you see this? Do you see where our country's going? The book of Proverbs chapter twenty says, "Differing weights and differing measures, the Lord detests them both." Proverbs chapter twenty verse ten. You do not decide guilt or innocence in a court of law based on political expediency of the deciders. You do not do that. You say, you know what? Do we have proof beyond a reasonable doubt? 
Derek Chauvin's police call was not handled perfectly. I've been on many police calls like that. I would not have handled it that way, but he did not second degree or third degree or manslaughter George Floyd. It did not happen. But because of our political expediency, people are paying. They're sitting in prisons for decades. And the people sitting in there that have sat them there for all that time, the people that have done it, for, you know, Democratic Party, nominated judges, state attorneys, prosecutors, federal prosecutors who are way too powerful, stick people in prison for the rest of their lives or for decades and sleep like babies at night, knowing, knowing, people like Andrew Weissman, knowing that they lied. Look at the FBI, they pulled four fraudulent FISA warrants, four of them signed by James Comey, Andrew McCabe. Rod Rosenstein signed by them knowing that they were fraudulent and could put people in prison. They don't care. They sleep like babies at night. You need to know this. And that's why you do not cave to lies. COVID-19 is an existential threat to your life. So we got to have all these Zuckerberg boxes out so people can vote with no chain of custody, no ID. And then you just usher in Joe Biden, 81 millions, million votes. And the man can't even fill a thousand feet, a thousand seat auditorium. That's why you don't cave. And now we've got the brown shirt Gestapo FBI instigating crimes and then arresting people for committing the crimes they themselves instigated. Right, let's go to the next thing. Here, here, right now we've got this is the 1-6 investigation. Every, everybody's been kicked off of that. We know all the conservatives have been kicked off. Kevin McCarthy, you know, got all the people that, you know, that he put on the 1-6 commission have now all been kicked off, right? The Jim Jordans of the world, they're all kicked off for Nancy Pelosi's commission into 1-6, of which not one person, only one person died in that, Ashley Babbitt, and she was shot by a Capitol Police officer. Not, not one, there, there was injuries, but the only person who died was a protester. But we got to have an insurrection investigation, right? Well, these are the type of people that are involved in it. Play it for me. Information. What's the answer? And of course, she doesn't have one. Speaking of disingenuous... So the committee will proceed with one party. What will it look like? We'll think MSNBC with subpoena power. On Tuesday, Pelosi will call a Capitol Police officer called Harry Dunn. Dunn will pretend to speak for the country's law enforcement community. But it turns out Dunn has very little in common with your average cop. Dunn is an angry left-wing political activist whose social media feeds are full of praise, not coincidentally, for Nancy Pelosi. Here's a picture of the two of them together. Racism is so American Harry Dunn wrote a one post that when you protest it, people think you're protesting America. Hashtag leave it to whites to tell blacks what is racist. Hashtag I stand with Elon Omar. Hashtag squad. Harry Dunn, ladies and gentlemen, just another fact based witness to the insurrection. Jim Jordan is one of the members Nancy Pelosi banned. Back to me. So Harry Dunn, Harry Dunn is one of their fact witnesses. This is somebody that's going to be considered to be an expert witness in the 1-6 commission while she kicked off Jim Jordan off of the commission. And I can't remember the other two people that got kicked off. Harry Dunn, who says, I stand with Ilhan Omar, is going to be a fact witness in the 1-6 commission. Look at this, Marjorie Taylor Greene tweet. Eight months. Eight months in prison for walking into the Capitol. Eight months in prison. This is the per person who was first charged. His name is Paul Hodgkins. He was charged with 
right, what Marjorie Taylor Greene is saying here, eight months in prison for walking in the Capitol and taking a selfie in the Senate. Did he assault anyone? No. Did he steal anything? No. Did he cause damage to the Capitol? No. BLM rioters were left off let off their charges in New York and other states. During COVID lockdowns, California let murderers and rapists out of jail. And now I'm gonna I'll just I'm just gonna talk over guys. I'm not gonna go to the video. So you have this guy, you have Paul Hodgkins, who did absolutely nothing. He walked into the Capitol and took pictures. He's been sentenced. He's now a convicted felon for the rest of his life. He told the judge, he told the judge that I will lose everything because of this. I will lose my job. I'll be kicked out of the He works in a garage. He's now a convicted felon for the rest of his life because he walked into the Senate chambers and took a picture. That's all that he did. That was it. And you know what the judge pontificated? It was, a, it was an Obama nominee who said because he was a threat to our democracy, differing weights and differing measures, the Lord detests them both. It has Whether he's a threat to the democracy or not, judge, has nothing to do with the amount of time that you give him. What is, his, what is the, the offense that he is charged with? Guilty or innocence? And what is the sentencing requirements? What are your sentencing guidelines? That's it. Eight months for a non-violent crime? I arrested a guy one time for slashing another man's throat and he only got three years. Eight months for snapping a picture of himself inside of the Senate where it's even questionable whether he's even trespassing or not. And the judge comes up at his sentencing hearing saying that he was a threat to democracy. How does that fit into the statutes? So you've got to understand how corrupt our criminal justice system is. At the federal level, it is corrupt beyond measure. In Minnesota, where Derek Chauvin was with Keith Ellis, as the state attorney general is corrupt beyond measure. New York with Letitia James as the attorney general is corrupt beyond measure. St. Louis with Kim Gardner, corrupt Soros nominee funded her campaign. George Soros funded her campaign is corrupt beyond measure. George Gaston, Gascon in Los Angeles County, another Soros nominee corrupt beyond measure. These are people who will stick you in prison for years and they don't care and they'll sleep like babies at night. That is why you don't keep giving ground. It will come for you. We might be first as conservatives, but it'll come for the very people that put them in the power, even Soros himself. It's the way that it is. Now I want to just close with a little bit of COVID stuff. This is Robbie Starbuck. I want you to see what's going on around the world. Now, I want, want you to notice the date on that. That is from yesterday, 21 hours ago. We are now in. I actually have the date. It's from 7-20-21. Is today the 21st? So, so this is from two days ago. Two days ago, we are now into 16 plus months of 15 days. Australia said, all we need you to do is cooperate with us for 15, 15 days. That's all we need. We need you for 15 days. That's, you know, that's all that we're asking for. Now here we are 16 and a half months later into 15 days to flatten the curve. Everybody got that 16 months into 15 days to flatten the curve. And here's what's happening in Australia. Robbie Starbuck writes, treating humanity like this is much more damaging long-term than COVID is. Play it for me. It is in human nature to engage in conversation with others, to be friendly, um, unfortunately, this is not the time to do that. So even if you run into your next door neighbor, 
Neighbor. in the shopping centre, in the Coles, Coles Woolworths or Aldi or any other um, grocery shop, don't start up a conversation. Now is the time for minimising your interactions with others. Even if you've got a mask, do not think that affords total protection. We want to be absolutely sure that as we go about our daily lives, we do not come into contact with anyone else that would pose a risk. As we go about our daily lives, make sure you come into contact with no one. And if you do, don't talk to them. That's the state. That's Australia. That's like an American island. It's like I always considered Canada to be America North. This is the state of Australia. This is where we're at. This is why you don't bend your knee. Look at where we're at. These power pervs like that woman. These power pervs, these little governors of the various provinces in that are in Canada, that are in Australia, the states here in the United States. These little power pervs like this. They love it. I told you before. It is, it's almost like a sexual obsession. A sadomasochistic sexual obsession with these power perverts. And she gets to go out, you don't talk to people. Limit your contact with people. You know why? Because she's been a pariah her whole life. Nobody's ever wanted to be around her, so she wants you to live like her. That's the way that it is. That's how these people are. A little power. You think anybody ever really wanted to hang around with Bill Gates? Or George Soros? Or Joe Biden? I mean, you really would you hang around Joe Biden? Would you bring your wife into the same room as Joe Biden? Would you? I wouldn't. So they don't care. They don't talk to anybody anyway. And look at where we are now. 16 plus months into 15 days to flatten the curve. And Australia is telling you, don't talk to anybody. Go to the next one. Election wizard tweet. Report the Australian state of Victoria entered into strict lockdown on Thursday. Oh, that's today. The mandate allows for two day, two hours. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. I get to have two hours of daily exercise. Thank you, Commissar. Thank you. Of daily exercise, a few other essential tasks. Now here, now look at, look at, look at the plague of Australia. Look at the plague. Ready? Here's the plague. Victoria has recorded 27 cases. 27 cases out of 6.6 million people. Look at these people. I told you this. The minority is trying to convince the majority that the minority is the majority. Look at what they're doing. Victoria recorded 27 cases in the past two weeks and they lock it down. The population is 6.6 million in Victoria alone. Look at what they're doing and people fall into this. Look at this video. This is, a, this is from L, and it's, enti- it's titled, Australia is not okay. Play it for me. Good evening. Within hours, Sydney will be in the grip of much tougher restrictions. The Premier clamping down on the stubborn Delta outbreak with what she's calling a no-regrets policy. And this is why. From a record 82,000 tests, the state today recorded 111 cases <laughs> and tragically the third COVID death in this outbreak, a man aged in his 80s from the city's southeast. Across Greater Sydney, retail shops will now close. A small list of essential stores can remain open. Construction sites across the city shut down. And from midnight tonight, 110 suburbs across Liverpool, Fairfield and Canterbury-Bankstown will be sealed shut. That's 900,000 residents who can't leave their area, even for work. So you just heard the, co- the, the lockdowns, the shutdowns, right? For what, what are the, st- they, nobody can go, 
You're allowed two hours out. You're not allowed to travel, aren't allowed to do anything. Your businesses are all closed down again, right? For what? Let's look. 82,000 tests, 82,000 tests, 111 cases, and one death of a person over the age of 80, which I guarantee you is over the average age of death in Australia. And they just locked everything down. Explain to me the logic behind it and explain to me the logic behind the people that are acquiescing to it. Why would you acquiesce to this? Why would you obey this lockdown when you've had 82,000 COVID tests, 111 positive cases, and one death, and you lock down your entire province with 6.6 million people? I don't know how to say this other than this. You have to be stupid. This makes no logical sense whatsoever. 82,000 tests, 111 positive out of it, and one death? And you close down your entire country, your entire province of millions of people, costing people their jobs. I have videos of people in front of camera saying, we're losing everything. You're not doing anything for us. We're losing our hosts. They're foreclosing on us. We have no options. The government's not doing it. They don't care. Why? Because all of the premiers, they're called, the, they're the governors of these provinces, the premiers, the governors, the presidents, the prime ministers, they don't care because the whole idea is to get you on a guaranteed monthly income with your QR code. They can track you all over the world. They get to jet set everywhere while you support their jet setting lifestyle with your compliance as they track you everywhere as their global servants. That is the goal. See, Christianity is the exact opposite. The, bu- the book of Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 says this. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself, do not let yourself, do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Go to the next thing. There you go. C- CDC study more than 99% of COVID victims had pre-existing conditions. And we're locking down the world. We go to the next one. Yeah, I am tweet. According to COVID cast survey data, 16% of people in South Dakota are wearing masks. 16%. South Dakota is tied for the lowest case rate in the country. Two per 100,000. In Los Angeles, they are 70% compliant. And they have a 650% higher degree of cases than South Dakota. They're up, I'll read the 70% are wearing masks in Los Angeles County and their case rate is 15 per 100,000, 650% higher. You know why? Because nothing they say is true. Masks are not masks, they're markers. That's all that they are. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. You will not comply your way out of tyranny. Remember that. Believe it or not, I love you all Christians that have caved to COVID. I hope you repent. Now is the time. Amen. Love you all. God bless you. Right back here, 1030 Saturday night. God bless. Thank you so much for watching the Tom Lively podcast tonight. We appreciate you tuning in. Mainstream media is no longer reporting honestly about what's going on in and around the world. It is our goal to get the truth and facts out to the people who are tired of hearing the lies of the media. If you enjoyed watching and want to help us make sure it continues, you can invest in the program by going to TomLipley.com and clicking on Give. Thank you so much for watching, and we hope you tune in again.